Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. everyone, it's Emma and Liv, and we're your meta suck kicks. <laughs> Emma and I have already recorded one video and a bunch of TikToks, so we're losing our mind. Yeah. And we're going to become an LLC, my dudes. That's yep. what we did this morning. Yep, we also did that this morning. I guess we did have a very long day, huh? Uh, yeah, we were up at 9 o'clock, which is so early, huh? <laughs> I mean, not for me. I'm usually up at 4 now, but... Uh, cool. I also was like, TikToks? I have time to scroll TikToks and not just make them, but actually enjoy TikTok? Yes. <laughs> so that's what I did. I sent Em about 13 TikToks while I was trying to fall asleep at her house because now we're sleeping over at each other's houses because we do so much work. You're welcome. Hopefully we can do this full time. But you guys don't care about that. You just care about what we can give to you. And that's why we're here, people. We're here to talk about reincarnation and past lives today. I got a lot of songs in me today. You guys are in for it. But this is another Paranormal Stories of a Medium because Liv is starting to get past lives. Because if you're new to this podcast, I'm a psychic medium and M's third eye is huge right now. And she's uh, doing a lot of intuitive psychic-y stuff. So but, um, I'm not the one seeing the past lives, my dude. Yeah, that's me. I'm sorry. It's scary. <laughs> it's <Oopsie>. cool. <laughs> So we're going to talk about past lives today, a little bit of reincarnation. We're also going to touch on like different beings and also um, contracts. Oh, and twin flames. We got a lot of topics for you. Soul contracts and twin flames. Because if you add things in a question mark, you somehow have more authority. Psychology. (laughs) I learned on the TikTok interwebs that. People are like, if you answer questions or sentences with a question mark, then you don't have authority. But actually, in psychology, people are like, if you answer questions in a question, you actually have more authority when you speak to people. Or you just make them angry. I mean, let's see how many people have already clicked off. All of them. No, I'm kidding. Hi, guys. So let's first start with soul contracts. So a soul contract is something that you decide before you incarnate into this world. And it essentially is the spiritual contract that states what you're going to do in this life, the people that you're going to meet in this life, what traumas you're going to go through. And this essentially is going to balance you and get rid of any negative karma that you have gotten from your past lives or just being in the spirit realm in general. So you may be asking, are past lives and reincarnation real? Yes, because they go hand in hand. And you probably want to know, like, why do souls reincarnate? Because I was told by other things maybe that when I die, if I'm a good person, I just get to hang around in heaven forever and, like, eat ice cream cones. I've literally had one of my friends who's religious tell me that there's ice cream in heaven. And he's like, I'm really excited to go there just for the ice cream cones. And he was serious. Well, technically... 
what we're taught is heaven is whatever paradise is for you. I guess eating ice cream cones for the rest of his life is. At some point, ice cream's going to get really boring. I don't know. Which is why we got to do things and have jobs Mm. and reincarnate, you know? Yeah, you get bored and you're like, I think I'm going to fuck around and reincarnate. But reincarnation, we have talked about this a lot in our other podcasts, but it follows the, what, the third law of thermodynamics? It's the third one, isn't it? Well, the fact that souls exist and I'm able to speak with them from within their own dimension is what the third law of thermodynamics is because energy is neither created nor destroyed. It just is. So if our physical bodies follow that law and so does everything else within our physical existence, then why wouldn't souls if souls are an actual thing? And I mean, I talk to them. So yes, they are. Yes. So when you die, your body transfers their energy into the earth And because of entropy, which is randomness, it essentially dissipates into the physical realm. But the same thing would happen for your soul or your spirit. It's going to become one with the rest of spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So you're probably asking, why do we reincarnate? Like, Again, I think that's what our tangent went on to when I started talking about ice cream and got sidetracked. But the reason souls or spiritual beings reincarnate is because in each life that you live, in each physical life as a being, you learn certain lessons. And this is to build or improve upon or expand your consciousness. And the way I like to explain or understand consciousness personally is similar to wisdom. Each life that you live It's supposed to teach you and you're supposed to physically experience certain things so that your spiritual consciousness can become greater and evolve and become more well-rounded. Think of your physical existence or your past lives as like the extracurriculars that your soul is doing and has to complete in high school so that you get a better cool application and a better like little like a little I'm a well-rounded soul sticker on your soul contract. And that's basically why we reincarnate is to learn different lessons, become more well-rounded and thus become more wise and have a more expanded consciousness. Yes. You will also fall into um, getting maybe some negative karma. And a lot of people think the word karma is kind of like uh, if you do something bad, karma's gonna get you and you're gonna have like a bad life or something like that but that's not necessarily the case karma is the energy in which the universe uses to balance itself so the universe constantly wants to be balanced so if you want to think about it as like a chemical reaction your chemical reaction is constantly trying to figure out how to be the most balanced it can so that is the same thing with your energy so if you experience a certain thing from one perspective you will are going to start experiencing like effects from karma to try and balance you in the other perspective. And the best way of doing that, of getting rid of that negative karma that is trying to balance you in the spirit realm is to set up a soul contract and reincarnate into our world. And it's it's um, interesting that we do it on earth because we lose our memories. So we're essentially starting from scratch without any memory of what was so that we can have a fully fresh um, experience from that perspective instead of having pre like biased from our past lives but that also doesn't mean that our past lives aren't 
affecting our life now. There's a lot of different things that are going to show up in your life that you have gotten from your past lives. I can't believe you just used the example of balancing chemical reactions to explain karma. My freaking science brain is like so tickled right now. We want to take you on a date and marry you. Well, that's what it is. I'm sorry. (laughs) If you want to like impress me on so many different levels, just spit some science facts at me, but also related to spiritual things. Oh my God. Which is why we're twin flames. It's so true. (laughs) Which brings us to our next topic. Literally, if I was sitting in chemistry class and my spirit guides like floated down and be like, these horribly boring equations that you're doing right now that don't make sense to your ADHD driven brain, uh, you're going to use them in a A podcast. podcast. (laughs) You're going to have- About fucking spirituality. With your twin flame. I would be like, nah, brah, you're on something. I'm on something. What did I do this morning? (laughs) Yeah, but the thing that makes me angry is all spiritual people are like, there are things in this world that science can't explain. Science does explain them. People just don't think souls are real. Yep. But like, where's the scientific proof that souls don't exist? Because they literally follow all of these rules that science have set up. Uh Uh-huh. Before we get into Twin Flames, can I just just give a little tidbit of information that I saw the other day? Okay, so apparently... I think it was like Swedish scientists have basically shot particles at each other at 99.9999999991% of the speed of light. And this created a liquid, but it's not a liquid. And I forget what they called this liquid. And the Plasma. No, it wasn't oh. even a plasma. It's <laughs> like plasma is too solid of a thing for it to be like okay but basically by shooting and creating this like speed of light reaction within this huge chamber they were able to create this liquid that they're calling like the thing that was created after the big bang weird and they're like it's not a liquid but it is a liquid because everything in the world started as a liquid but this tiny so it's kind of like a stem cell in the body. It doesn't have a job yet, but if you put it with certain things, it will then uh, specify itself. That makes so much sense. Yep. But they're saying that it's so dense, yet it's still a liquid. Yeah. Which makes no sense to me. Well, that's how the Big Bang happened, is a very dense whatever particle thing Created. exploded, and that's why it was so dense and exploded, because it couldn't. I don't know anymore. (laughs) I just wanted everybody to know this, that Swedish scientists were able to create the first thing that was created after the Big Bang, as far as we know. And I'm fangirling about it. (laughs) That's pretty neat. Also, um, everything is made of protons and neutrons and electrons, yes, but there's space that is not filled with anything besides energy between those particles. And we are made of all of those particles. And if you were to get rid of the empty space in which atoms have in their structure, humans would be the size of a sugar cube. That's fun. That is how much blank space we are. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to talk about twin flames, guys. So um, there's a lot of misconceptions on twin flames. 
For instance, people think that a twin flame is one soul that is split into two that incarnates together. But in fact, we have figured out that a twin flame is two souls that essentially balance or complement each other. So they're kind of the yin and yang of each other. And they don't have to be in romantic relationships. Yeah, that's another thing. People think that you have to be like in a lover situation with your twin flame like that's the only way you're going to meet your twin flame but it's more along the lines that you incarnate together because you are full balances of each other oh like karmic balances too yes oh that makes so much sense so that's why when you find your twin flame in your life it helps you raise your consciousness higher or faster because the universe is trying to balance your soul with your exact balance is that why like when you struggle with things that I don't I help you which helps you help yourself and vice versa Mm -hmm. oh my goodness that's why when people I'm I'm this makes so much more sense now (laughs) that's why when people that's why people are like you have to be a lover with your twin flame because you are forced to deal with your trauma but you're gonna do it in a way of like seeing it affect someone else I mean, I love you, but not in that way. Well, yeah. Sam Smith, if you're listening to this, please Sam be Smith. my friend. <laughs> I love Gosh. Sam Smith. One of my coworkers was dogging on him the other day, Gosh. and I was like, excuse me? And my friend also is gay at work. And he's like, I don't like Sam Smith because like, he is also a part of the LGBTQ plus community. And I just don't think that his early songs reflect that at all. And you know, it just kind of makes me sad. And I was like, okay, young Padawan, come here. I may not be gay, but I do understand how the world works, especially in America and somewhat in England. Because if Sam Smith came out and started writing songs in the way that he felt, no one would have given him a record label. Or it would have been eight bazillion times harder for him to establish himself as a person as well. Okay, not as a person, but as like a musician because people suck. So he had to play the game to get the role that he has so that now he can sing the way that he is and walk and be into himself. Like, oh, I love Sam Smith. You can never say anything about him. (laughs) Anyways, tangent over. Twin Flames. So other things with Twin Flames is they essentially are living your life, but with a different perspective or a different personality so with Liv and I we have very opposite personalities but we have a lot of the same things that happen to us which M won't tell me (laughs) she says that she sees my her trauma in me every day but I don't Mm -hmm. understand what it is and she won't tell me what it is so my spirit guides tell me that I shouldn't tell you because you have to deal with it yourself and I can't tell you how to deal with it because it'll make you uncomfortable or how it'll how I need to deal with my trauma or how I need to deal with your trauma oh no it's yours because I see things that are causing you pain because I've already been through them (laughs) but if I tell you them you're not going to be able to fully heal from it or at least that's what they're telling me but you won't tell me what your trauma is that you see in me that's what I'm saying yeah I know they Makes tell me not to no tell you. No sense. No sense. What were you talking about? Twin oh, flame. and I think it's crazy that Em and I found out from our spirit guides that we're twin flames because I always would tell people before I knew this that Em and I are the exact opposites, but the complete complement of each other. 
Like, we both love the color pink and we both love horses, but I hate horror movies. Like, we'll never watch a horror movie. I hate it. I hate every second of it. Sometimes I'll watch scary things because I know Em likes to watch scary things, but I can't do it. Like, I'll cry and have, like, a mental breakdown. But she loves horror movies. I live for them. Literally loves them. Like, her boyfriend can't take her to theaters anymore to watch scary movies because she laughs and people get upset. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. He told you that? Yes. He's like, well, people yes. get offended. Like, the first Quiet Place made me so angry because it was, like, a love story. But also, they were like, boo, scary. And I was like, God, why are these people dying? It's so illogical and dumb. And they're like, you can't say that. I'm like, why not? It's dumb. Exhibit 12,000. <laughs> but also with Twin Flames, when you meet them, it's in a very coincidental type of way. Like, you shouldn't have met, almost. Mm-hmm. And it's also very hard to continue to be in a relationship with them because, again, you see your trauma in them. So it is hard to be friends with them because you are forced to deal with your trauma at a faster rate. Um, uh, and I met at a horse show and I almost wasn't going to be on this riding team because I was like, I want to do gymnastics instead. But my mother being my mother was like, I ride horses. You are going to ride horses. And I was like, that's cool. I like ponies. So I did. And, uh, M is older than me considerably, like three years older than me. So it's not like we were in the same grade and we were going through the same things. I was much farther behind her with like The physical barriers of not only distance, but time as well. And it doesn't make sense that we're now friends after, what, 10 years? Yeah. So, I remember... I didn't even have a cell phone. I emailed her. And I don't remember her emailing me. (laughs) It's crazy. I I don't remember that at all. I remember Jake used to IM me on Gmail. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but you were saying you joined the horseback riding team because of someone else that you're not even friends with, nor were you friends during our riding team. <laughs> exactly. And I tried to be friends with you because you seem like the only other oddball out because... Because uh, I fucking am. Yeah. Because if you guys don't know, horseback riding can be a very expensive sport, and it is. And There's uh, two types of horseback riders. Mm-hmm. There's the ones that have too much money and the ones that have nothing. <laughs> yep. And uh, we were the ones that had nothing, but we were surrounded by girls that had everything. So it's hard to make friends with people like that, you know? So um, riding was really fun. and was much older, so she graduated high school before me. And then I remember I went to college while I was in high school and I went to the same college that Emily was attending as a college. So I saw her one day after like, I don't know, you text, she would text me sometimes and literally the first time she texted me when I got a phone, I just got a text one summer of someone going, I'm Batman. And I was like, who is this? And I remember asking, she wouldn't tell me. Yeah, because you uh, asked me. So I thought it'd be a real fun, fun joke. Which well, I it was because you were you're very uh, involved in this joke. <laughs> you responded where Literally, most people don't. <laughs> to this day, she's still in my phone as Emily Batman. You're welcome. I'm so, Batman. <laughs> so uh, I saw her at college when I was in high school taking college classes, and she's like, "Oh my god, you should be you should come here because because I'm be, here because we're gonna be best friends." And I was like, "Actually, I'm gonna go to a different school because it's uh, much actually more. I'm gonna go to." Germany and be with my boyfriend and that's the only thing that I want to do so like I'm gonna go to Germany yep that was me and then never happened. Olivia never happened because Ebola 
uh, and other Ebola? things. Ebola? Yeah. I was going to go visit him, but my mom's like, there's Ebola. You can't fly. Oh, gosh. Literally. <laughs> Interesting. And now we had the pandemic, so take that, Ebola. <laughs> so eventually we'll go to Germany. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he's still there. We can go visit. Why not? I'll take you with because me. Because it's a $1,000 plane ride there. It'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have a successful business. We'll go visit my friend. I'm not good in planes. I'll just drug you. Okay. Okay. So, um, we're twin flames. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I ended up going to the college that Emily went to because oh. it ended up being the least expensive. And I was like, I love horses. I'm going to go to this college. Plus, Emily's here. And she was Emily's my only friend. For one year because I'm three years older. <laughs> Literally, she was there for one year. And I made no friends that were my age, which is not uncommon because I don't get along with children my age because whatever. Children. And uh, now we're here. We started from the bottom. Now we're here. So, we are twin flames, which means we incarnate together a lot. And we're going to tell you some of those stories because, like I said, Liv has been getting those stories and it's awesome. I know. We've learned them. It's crazy. Yeah. So, when past lives come in for her, she literally sees them as like a spirit because I thought that they would just be like... A part of you? Well, I don't know. The way that your mom talks about it, like with that dog and the slave owner he transformed into the slave owner but so that's was, what i thought uh but she was talking to him as a spirit i'm well, talking I to you as a physical being you know well, i know but like they were the same body like they had the same space like yeah. they couldn't come out unless one of like there was one of them at a time <laughs> i Does guess that not happen uh well i mean like that's the soul she was talking to because that's the soul that yeah. her clients wanted her to talk to. But then he was like, this is why I was an asshole when I was alive as whereas a dog. Because you, I'm an asshole. Whereas I feel like you see them like the avatar where there's people standing behind one person. Whereas I feel like your mom sees them as one person that transforms into another. But she's never done, she's never seen a past life for somebody that's living right now. Does that make oh. sense? I'm seeing past lives for people that are oh, because living in front of me. They're all dead for that man, and he hasn't incarnated since. Correct. So for him to be in within within the same plane oh. of existence to transform is okay because she's not talking to him physically. It's not like she he was alive as a dog. She was talking to his soul. Makes sense. It. So he was just showing her things. Yes. To relay things. Got it. And then the other incarnation ah. story was with the little boy and the barn fire. And he was also dead? Or yes. was he alive? Okay. No, he was dead, but he was going to be alive. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And he just walked around her and was like, I'm going to be reincarnated. Yes. Which is interesting. So she hasn't seen a past life. No. Wow. Your mom hasn't done a lot of things. I'm surprised. I guess. I guess she doesn't have a metaphysical business where she talks about past lives with her well, twin flame. All of this stuff freaks her out, though. Yeah, I know. I had a I had a client reading with a woman with M, and her past life was a water nymph. Which is so cool. And I asked my mom about it, and I was like, do you think that this is real, or do you think that I'm literally walking off the deep end? And she's like, well, that stuff makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so when I started doing metaphysical things, I just stopped when people started talking about those things, and I just removed myself from the conversation because it really makes me nervous. And I was oh. like, oh, so it's not that she doesn't believe in them. It's just that 
if she doesn't want to deal with it because she doesn't understand. Yes, and she doesn't want to understand it because it scares her. But for some reason, spirits are showing me these things, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's fine. Yeah, so let's go into one of our first past life stories. So we've talked about both of these, I believe, before, uh, where I was a medieval boy and Liv was a do what is it a doula you were oh, a yeah. healer i was a healer yes i was a doula in south i know Afri- those ones don't south america relate but those are the two f- that we talk about first let's do yours first okay because i was also there too <laughs> and we just found out that um so now that we're twin flames we've been asking our spirit guides and our past lives like all these questions like "Ooh, how are we in each other's past lives and they're like okay calm down <laughs> both of you you need to get a handle on your shit and fucking take a seat because you're really annoying us. <laughs> and uh, so once we figured out we were twin flames and our spirit guides were like, that's why all of these things happen. Um, we're like, oh, gosh, now we got to know how we reincarnated together in our in our last lives. So I was a doula medicine woman healer person uh, in one of my past lives. And I talk about it in a couple of the other podcasts about how she came through for me. And she is the reason why I have so much information about like healing things, like herbal medicinal things, as well as I've always felt drawn to like being a doula or a midwife. um, Because I feel like I'm just very connected with that as a woman and a person. But that's why. So M likes to say, shit, my medium friend says, because there's a lot of things that when we first started this business and I started opening up more with M about all the stuff that's happened to me and how I perceive the world with my metaphysical clairs, um, she's like, oh, well, it, you probably know all of these things and think that they're normal because one, you uh, are a psychic medium, so that's just normal to you. But two, maybe you did this stuff before. And I was like, maybe. And then she would say things like, did you know your past lives could be spirit guides? And I was like, that's dumb. Don't talk to me. That makes no sense. Cause like spirit guides can't like, is not crossing over and like being biased because they were your past life. And I guess not. Uh, but again, well, I don't think they can be your spirit guides anymore. Yeah. She's not my spirit guide. She's but it definitely did open my you for that. past life. Yeah, yeah. It did open me up for that because I was talking to my spirit guides one day after a couple, like a, a week of lots of readings and just, you know, trying to ground myself and thank them for protecting me and helping with information, yada, yada, yada. And then I was thinking about how Em goes, shit, my medium friend says, you know so many things and it's probably because you had a past life or something like this. And I was like, that makes no sense. And then this spirit walked up while I was talking to my spirit guides in my car like a normal human being. And she looks at me and I was like, okay, you have nice energy. Let's see what you got to say. And I was like, who are you? She just looks at me and she tilts her head and smiles and she goes, I am you. Mind you, she's wearing a calico dress. If you don't know what calico is, it's an old type of textile fabric that was popular before the industrialization era. And she also has dark skin, dark eyes, and dark, long brown hair, which, if you know what I look like, is not me. So when I had this soul of a woman simply and easily say, I am you, you can only imagine how freaked out I was. I was like, oh, no, hard pass. Let's uh, let's put the brakes on this conversation. <laughs> I'm crazy. There's no way I'm seeing my past life right now. Uh, yeah, and then she showed me all the things that Em said, and she's like, your friend's right. You did this before. 
that's why you're a medium now. You were a healer and a doula and you helped people spiritually and physically in your past life. And that was what we did. And now you're going to do it again, but in a different way. Now you're a psychic medium. And I was like, wow, I'm going to pretend like this isn't happening and ignore you for the rest of eternity. And she has only popped up and presented multiple herself. Multiple times. At multiple times to validate that I am not crazy. She was my past life and this is what we did. So um, I think she is one of the reasons why I feel so drawn to like kind of hippie things. Very holistic, very medicinal, naturalist things. Like I have boho. my I, boho. I have my degree in biology, and uh, you can do a lot of things with a biology degree, but it's hard to get a job if you want to be a conservationist or a naturalist, uh, which is my type of shtick. So unless I want to get a master's degree, I'm not gonna do stuff like that. I guess it's hard. We're just so. gonna. Talk to dead people and tell you guys what they say. <laughs> We're going to be pretty telephone. She is. Uh, so I think she's the reason that I'm into all of those type of types yeah. of things because it's what our life was before. Um, and now, since Em and I know that we're twin flames, we're like, ooh, since I was a So cool. who was me? Who was I? Yeah. And uh, my past life answered the question that Em yes. was my mom. Yes. And she said I was a good mom. So. Got no mommy issues. Which I think is interesting because... Which is probably why uh, you're a doula, too. Because I was like, good mom, good mom, good mom me. Good mom. (laughs) Good mom me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was her mom. Now Em has a complex. (laughs) Or something. Next time we get into an argument, she's going to go, go to your room. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's crazy uh, because that past life has so much energy. mm -hmm. Like, so much energy. Like, you can tell when she's in the room because it's like... That's how I feel when she's there. Like a draw, but like it's like visually there, like crazy, like a black hole. I think she's where I get my cool, calm, and collected from. Ah, When bad things happen, I think she would walk into a room when bad things were happening, whether it was like physically Ah. or spiritually, and be like, it's okay. We're going to calm down and figure this out because I'm here. I definitely feel like that is her. Yeah, she's crazy. She's yeah. not crazy. Well, I'm saying her energy is crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. She has a lot. It's a very commanding yet, like, calm presence, which is very, very opposite. But if you can imagine that. Yeah. So my turn. Yeah. So I think the the past life that is most present in my life now is the medieval boy that we talked about in our tarot card video. And what are you doing? <laughs> I'm drinking my coffee, and if you don't know, my favorite drink is a flat white with oat milk and vanilla, and I took a sip of it, and it tasted like there was coffee grounds in it, so I was like, I got to inspect the cup. Not that I would not drink it if there wasn't coffee grounds in it, because I just need more caffeine. The thing with, if any of you also have ADHD, which I very possibly think that I do have, I'm just not like... Clinically diagnosed. Um, when you drink caffeine, is there a point where you're tired or like normal, yes. but you drink caffeine and then you get sleepy? Like it calms you yes, down. Yes, I think that's a thing. But then if you drink more caffeine, it's like self medicating and then you're wound up. But there's like a dip before the awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anyways. I think that's a thing. Yeah, let so. me know if you guys are like clinically diagnosed ADHD and that happens to you. <laughs> so it's M. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. 
Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Yeah, so before, this is the, one of the first past lives that Liv has seen. And I was essentially talking to Liv because I was like, I want to do a past life regression and this is what I think my past life is going to be because of my life now. So we talked about karma and how you have to be in different perspectives in your life to understand how people live. So I am in a position where I'm very privileged. So I thought my past life was something that was on the other side of that, where they were oppressed by someone with privilege. So someone in my position now being privileged would be oppressing or like someone who was a boss of someone else. So when I said that, she started getting this medieval boy who apparently, what did he work for someone and he was being oppressed by them? Yeah, I think when he was like 12 or 13, he worked in someone's house as like a a servant or some sort of like farm hand, house hand, whatever. Um, And these rich people were very mean to him. I feel like the people that owned the house that he worked for had some children that were very mean to him. Uh, especially girls, uh, I felt like they toyed with him a lot. And uh, then when he grew up, he was not a quintessential sort of manly man, and he had more trouble and strife throughout his life with that as well. Which now my life is very similar to his, but I am in a privileged position, which allows me to have a different perspective in the sense of I had trauma when I was being oppressed by privileged people, but now I also have very similar trauma in the same position of being privileged. So I'm able to understand both sides now that I have gone through both sides. Yeah, because we're not here to invalidate anybody's trauma. You can have trauma in it whether you were uh, monetarily well off or not because it's not equalizing one or the other. But that's why he is the most prominent past life right now because he his life essentially is what I'm living now, but in a different perspective in a different time. And obviously, I'm a girl and he's a boy. Mm-hmm. But Liv was my BFF. Because <laughs> um. we were like, how were we twin flames in this yes. life? <laughs> and uh, M's past life was like a woodworker slash metalworker. He was like a craftsman. Like he made things, which also makes sense because you're an artsy person. Mm-hmm. You saw him as like Pinocchio. Yeah, like Pinocchio's like the toy maker dad. guy. Yeah. And um, I guess he needed a friend who was a little bit more like manly but woke. And that was me. My name was Thomas. And I've always had a drawn to the name Thomas or Tom. And Emily says she has too. Yeah. <laughs> as well as the name James. <laughs> and those were our names, I guess, when we lived in this past life. When we were boys. <laughs> medieval earth. <laughs> yeah. That's also why I'm into tarot. Because it was during medieval times where tarot was originated from. Mm-hmm. Which makes a lot of sense. And, uh, yeah. Next story. Let's talk about um, when we were in the ocean on Earth. <laughs> this is Emma's favorite thing. It right is. Now. It's wild. I'm sorry. Also, I'm fighting the tra- the life to live. You you got so much information about it, which is why it's crazy. So 
I was an orca whale, which makes sense because in this life, I am crazy clairaudient. And orcas, a lot of times, will communicate through sonar, which is like high-pitched, inaudible sounds to humans. Yeah. So it makes sense that I'm able to hear frequencies that other people can't hear in this life. But you said what an Inuit man was was coming up and telling you about my life as an orca. Yeah, the soul of an Inuit man. He definitely definitely was Native American, and he told me that M lived up in like the upper canadian peninsula yeah and what i helped him find seals and things like that yeah i think they had a bit of a symbiotic relationship the way and i'm sorry if canadian peninsula is the wrong thing to say but that's like if you know what i'm talking about up in canadian canada canada (laughs) (laughs) um but he he like literally walked in as soon as her spirit guide showed me that she had a past life as an ochre whale and was like yes we were friends and he showed me how he used to go out in um, the boats and hunt seals. And I feel like M would help him hunt seals so that he could bring them back to his people and vice versa. They had like some weird symbiotic relationship, which does not surprise me because the really cool Native American people, whether they're up in Canada or in um, America and things like that, are very connected to animals and life. And uh, it's really cool and beautiful. Yeah, he had, like, a spiritual connection with me is what he told Liv. Mm-hmm. But I also had a baby calf because I was a female orca. And then he was a boy. Yeah. And um, there was something else I wanted to say. I don't remember. Plot twist. Since Twin Flames reincarnated at the same time, yeah. Em and I were both on Earth. And while she was an orca with an Inuit man and a baby calf, I was a mermaid. Yes! Can you or- believe? And on Earth, you guys. On Earth. Mermaid on Earth. Merman, maybe. Oh, yeah, you're I a mer- mer- like, person. I feel like I was a boy. We got to ask him. Can I pause it? Yeah. Okay, one second. We'll be back. We're back. I was a merman. They, mer people exist on Earth at the bottom of the ocean, and they are divergent from humans to an extent. I feel like there may have been crossbreeding at some point with something else. However, that may work. And um, the boys and the girls can have children. But well, they're like... Um, seahorses? Yeah. I think. Because the female puts the uh, babies in the guy's pouch. In the male's pouch. And he like just is fat for a couple. <laughs> and then he like rebirths them. Which is different than live bears. Because they are essentially... They have to stay in the mother until they hatch. Yes. Yes. Interesting. I crawled out from underneath a rock. Fun fact. <laughs> but they also breathe through their skin because they're down so far, so they wouldn't be able to have lungs like a human would. And Hence they why don't. we can't go down there because our lungs would explode and yeah, other because functions all the would be crushed. Yeah. So it's interesting that they breathe through their skin, which makes sense because if you didn't know this, there are other creatures in the world that breathe through their skin. Uh, it's called diffusion. What Us kind of animals diffusion. do that again? The mudskipper right? does. Yeah, mud and I know skippers. there's other creatures that do the same thing. And it makes sense because essentially what lungs do is it uh, separates the oxygen so that it goes into your bloodstream. But if your skin just does that, it would just go directly into your bloodstream. The oxygen would. Well, it's interesting because your lungs have capillaries within them that yeah. have small cells called alveoli that are the 
diffusion or transfer point of oxygen into your bloodstream. So instead of having that all over our bodies, it's like sequestered into just our lungs. That's why that organ is that. But if your skin is that organ too, then it makes sense. So does that only work in water? Because the reason why we have lungs is to exhale carbon dioxide. Uh-huh. But I, I guess but that's they don't not have in water. That in water. I don't know. H2O would be oxygen in there. Yeah, but H2O also has other things in it because technically water, like ocean water or seawater is a solution, not a liquid by itself. So air is also like a solution. It's not just air. Yeah, so I wonder how they like just get the oxygen instead of everything else. I mean, probably the same way that we do. I don't know. Do they breathe out through their skin? Maybe. Or there's only like specialized cells within their skin that only diffuses the oxygen. That's that, fun. You know? It doesn't yeah. pick up anything else. Everything else is whatever. So I know I've asked you this. You're probably not going to get the answer. Do you have hair? Do you look like a person? And are you, do you have like a fish butt? <laughs> like the bottom part of you? <laughs> I don't know. We were just asking that and they said that it was complicated. So I'm not yeah. entirely sure. I don't know well, why you would I think need they, hair if you are a fish. That's just how they depict them. Well, yeah, but that's because so we're you're also just people. Like and people bald. think they're really cool. And we're like, we're created in our own image. So you're just so. like this bald humanoid fish thing. Well, Maybe we have scales. Maybe our heads aren't even round. Maybe oh, we gosh. have like weird different shaped heads. I think the reason why they're not showing you is because you wouldn't be able to fathom it. Yeah, because... S- Spirit uses things that have happened in my life to explain things, especially if I'm doing client readings. They'll show me things that have happened in my life, like snapshot stories that are similar to things that are happening in my client's life or completely opposite to give clarification on a question that my clients are are asking. But I'm right now the client to my spirit guides, but they don't have anything that I've experienced to explain it to me. So if they don't have something that they can show me as a reference point, then I can't see it. Does that make sense? Because everything that I see is something that I've seen before. Hence why I can give readings to humans and animals because it's Even things the that they've seen. the little interdimensional thing at Janelle's house. Check out that podcast. Yeah, but he presented to me as something, uh, like a, as a conglomeration of things that I've already seen. Remember how yeah. you're saying humans can only draw things that people have seen? Yeah, you can only imagine things that you've already known, but I don't know if that's the same thing with spiritual stuff considering the fact that you're getting information from something else who may or may not have experienced it and can show you. I feel like... So it applies to that as well? I don't know. Things can manifest in different ways too. So like I see, I talked to a deity of one of my clients and he presented to me in a way that is different from what I Google searched. So other people that may or may not be psychic mediums depict him differently than what he showed me himself as. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it also makes sense because he was wearing a mask and he was a Filipino deity and his mask, I've never seen Filipino masks before. Like cultural masks then we looked them up and it was like what his long and oval face looks like when i see it so i don't know neato neato mr krabs you got anything else to say about mermaids 
Um, um, be nice to the oceans. Don't put plastic into it because even if mermaids don't exist, there's also other things that we do know exist and you should be nice to them. So the next one I want to talk about is I was a dragon What at a top of that. Of an icy mountain. Out. Of an icy mountain. And I was the cloud on top of that mountain. <laughs> Which, if you've heard my spirit guide podcast, my spirit guide is a cloud being as well, but they are a little bit different from what live is or was yeah i honestly cannot explain this one at all it's really cool it it honestly bothers me because i'm like okay mermaids and orcas i can get behind because those are like earthly beings that's why you're getting information for those but not the other ones yes but literally being a cloud that's so cool makes no sense to me but uh i was a dragon and i was black and purple and i lived on an icy mountain and apparently I was a something that looked something in between a Chinese dragon, like the really long ones, and then the ones that have four legs, so the medieval dragons is what Liv describes it as, but she doesn't know dragons as well as I do. Yeah, so I can't, uh, maybe you should show me your dragon book and they'll tell me something. Uh, looks around shoulder to find nearest dragon book. <laughs> yeah, they're behind you. Uh, well, we will do that when we're done, maybe. Um... I don't, yeah. I, it, like, Zarath, her one spirit guide is a cloud being, mm-hmm. but he's we asked him, being. and he's a, he's amused right now that we're asking so many questions. He's like, well, you should answer uh, uh, uh. Um, Ask him. He just tells me that it, I was different than from, than what he is. And honestly, literally the only thing I can think of when I think about cloud beings, whether it's a spirit guide or like a past life, is that cloud being from Rick and Morty that's trying to take over the universe and has that weird, creepy voice and the little lights inside of him. I don't know. I haven't watched it. (laughs) It's so weird. It just makes me laugh. Um, Well, you should ask him if it's... Like, are you water that has been evaporated and once you rain out and die, you're gone? Or are you just like, what? what is that? <laughs> or are you different type of cloud? I'm too tired to ask. I'm sorry. Okay. I know you hate me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been working a lot and for some reason I'm just really tired today. I was really tired yesterday too. I feel like I shouldn't go to work tomorrow. But I have to. Um... I was a fairy. So was them. <laughs> oh, we're moving on. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about the cloud stuff, though. Well, I was going to say more things about it. Oh, well, what do you want to say, friend? Well, Liv told me that other things have spirits. So, like, you guys know that trees have spirits and things like that. But water apparently has, like, spirits associated with it. So I'm feeling like clouds could also be on the same level as that. So maybe that's kind of what it is. Makes sense. Um, but I also feel like we weren't on Earth because uh, yeah, dragons. dragons. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that because we were doing our TikTok live last night. Yeah, and we were talking were like about how talking to the the spirits of the river. Yeah, well, there's spirits that are around the river, but the river itself is a spirit. Hence, why people have river deities. So, do mountains have spirits? Yes. So they're literally just like um Native American. Like everything has a spirit. Yes. That's cool. That's why when people make fun of Native American religion and culture, I'm like, you all are stupid because they've been here longer than us. They got it going on. And they know, they know what's going on. All of you people that are saying anything bad about Native Americans and their culture literally need to get the fuck out. (laughs) It makes me really angry if you can't tell. 
Uh, so yeah, things have spirits. Uh, like the earth is a spirit. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Neato. Neato. And then people have made, uh, in addition to things already being there, but people have also made gods and deities that are around them because those are the spirits that they see. Like, you know how I just said, like, spirit will show me things in ways that make me understand it? Mm-hmm. That's all the deities. What do you mean? Like, everyone's like, my religion's right. Oh. Okay, your religion is right, but that's because the deity that you are looking at is presenting to you in that manner. So now you're going to, like, there's a religion around it. But I'm not saying that they're all the same, but it's same, same, but different. They're all interpretations of the same thing. Yes. So everybody's religion is valid. Everybody's beliefs are valid because they are there. It's just how you see them and how you're taught about them. Exactly. So, Native American mountain spirits? Yes. Water nymphs? Yes. Fairies? Yes. Spirits of the creek? Babbling brooks? Yes. Wild. But also, I want to talk about how um, our spirit guides were telling us about how people incarnate, and there's people that only incarnate as human beings. Oh, I forgot about this. And what we were asking them are if people are only incarnate as humans, are those people what we consider neurotypical? And they're like, yes, that's exactly what happens. And it makes sense because if you were never, if you were never reincarnated or have a past life as like a different being, like a dragon or an animal or something like that, you would essentially just solidify that egotistical structure of your culture and how humans live and exist. And that's why you have a hard time opening your mind up to how neurodivergent people think. Yeah. Well, we first started by asking our guides, can you incarnate as other things? Because me being told that I was a fucking cloud was a lot. Is a lot. <laughs> and I still am like, that's not true. <laughs> and they're like, yes, that's why we are different beings because everyone's connected. And um, I was like, well, that blows my mind because as a psychic medium, I only talk to human souls as far as I know, uh, except for the duty. But, you know, oh, everything's really I mean, weird. you talk to my spirit guides and they're not human except for Rosaline. I guess so. And I talked to that one girl spirit guide who was a fairy, too. The one with the bells on her toes. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't. I sick. It makes my brain hurt, and I don't understand how it's a thing. But I'm just, I'm not here to tell you whether it's right or wrong. I'm just here to tell you. That's it. Because uh, I can't really explain it. But anyway. Well, I think Zaroth is telling me about it now. Is he? I think he's saying that it's different than the, like, condensation type thing. The, like, water cycle. Mm-hmm. He says you're different because you're more, like. He's showing me things visually and I have a hard time putting into words. It's like you're more like one instead of like where water can like change. You are more like solid. I know that sounds confusing because you're cloud, but like he's also solid. We look like a cloud, but we're not clouds in the sense that humans think clouds are. Yeah, you're not a cloud in the like you need to rain and be water and like that type of way. You're like an actual being of a cloud. But you're like more solid. Interesting. Yeah, that's what he's saying to Did me. Did I hang out with Apollo as he rode across the sun in his chariot? 
Did he like obnoxiously go through me and I like shook my metaphysical What were you about to say <laughs> when uh, I interrupted you? I oh. had to get it out before it left my head. We were talking about how one, we asked if humans could incarnate as different beings, not yeah. just humans. And they said yes. And then we're like, well, could there be people that only reincarnate as humans? And they said yes. yes. And that's when they showed me the difference between neurotypical and mm, neurodivergent because rosaline you said rosaline was real excited where we when i was like are those the people that are strictly neurotypical yeah well that was like she, she that's what i've never had her talk so fast yeah. before she was like oh my god it's knowledge it's information this is what you guys need to know because this is what I i'm am. all about this is this is it <laughs> uh she had her switchboard things so guys being since we're talking everywhere. about her i need to say things about her too because in our TikTok live, some boy, some person, I think, said that she might be like a part of the Akashic. Re- what is it? Akashic. Akashic. Akashic records. Akashic. Akashic. Akashic records. But isn't that just your past lives? Isn't that what Akashic records are? Is past lives? People do. No. They're like, I do Akashic readings. It is. Um, I'm trying to think of something human that you would understand. It is like. It's kind of like a sacred library full of information of everything that exists. Does that make sense? And I don't know. I was watching this video and they're saying that it was on like the eighth dimension and people see it in different senses, but it is um, essentially where all the information is, which makes sense that Rosaline is there and appears to be in a library to you because that's something that would make sense to you because you have more of an affiliation with knowledge with books. I do so or she does? You do. That's why she's showing you as a library. Ah, okay. Yeah, she says there's, uh, it says Akashic Records, A-K-A-S-H-I-C Records. In Theosophy and Anthroposophy, the Akashic Records are a compendium of all universal events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intent ever to have occurred in the past, present, or future in terms of all entities and life forms, not just human. They are believed by Theosophists to be encoded in a non-physical plane of existence known as the mental plane. There are antidotal accounts, but there is no scientific evidence of the existence of the Akashic Records. But that's where I get all my information that explains the spiritual stuff from because she tells me it because she's in that library that you're seeing. Yeah. The and Akasha is Sanskrit for the word aether or sky or atmosphere, which makes so that's much cool. sense because that's where I get all my information from. Yeah, plus it's in the eighth dimension, which is above us. But they were like, it's in the eighth dimension because the vibration up there does not get along with lower vibrational entities so it keeps it safe there but it also allows it to be like accessible to other spirits so it's like the library underneath the sand with the moon owl yes like from avatar yeah that's yeah there's a lot of yeah and that's the way i perceive where she comes from as well as the guides of tall m because they both come from similar looking places yes and that's why we get certain information that is like explains the universe and things like that because that's what ah. the Akashic records are. The explanation of why things are what they are yeah. because of the things that like have happened. Your soul contracts are there, like the rules of the universe, like literally all the information about everything is in there. So we're just saying that we had the revelation 
that neurotypical people we think are people that have only incarnated as humans, whereas neurodivergent individuals have had past lives up as different beings. Yeah, and it's basically because of how ego is developed as a human. If you are constantly incarnating as a human, you're solidifying those rules and standards that your society has put upon you so that you are less likely to accept anything else. Whereas someone who has been incarnate as other beings that don't have ego or have different like cultural structures have a hard time like falling in line with society and are termed neurodivergent. Or they just perceive the world in a different way that other people do because yes. it makes sense to them. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was pretty cool. Makes me excited. I'll get excited about science and thinking like this. Yeah, it's awesome. It's I can't a lot believe, of information. I can't believe that we have these thoughts and we're not high. Literally, do you know but how- But they're many- like literally coherent thoughts, like scientific thoughts. Yeah, we're not on anything, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but do they're you- about things that other people have no clue or believe exist. Yeah, it's funny because I've been talking more uh, like on our lives and stuff like that. The things that I say that I experience, people are like, I've had the same experience on shrooms. Yeah, that happens a lot. And everybody who uh, likes to learn about microdosing or shrooms and things like that, because, again, I like science, and there is a large or a growing niche of individuals within the neuroscience community that want to know more about the effects of the chemicals within different mushrooms uh, for microdosing and how they affect the human brain. But a lot of what people explain, I guess, is that when you take shrooms in a responsible manner responsible. and i'm just gonna say that we're not telling you to take shrooms please don't do that that is illegal and it's not good the but reason the people why it this- happens is it's because it's an altered state of mind kind of like when you're dreaming so you're more open to spiritual things yes they say that it removes your ego yeah. within the, your mind because it changes the way that your brain is thinking about things and removes those connections that you usually use to perceive the world around you. So you perceive it in a way that is not filtered through by ego. According to the people that talk about their experience that they've had, whether it was scientific and documented in a laboratory or not. So. Yeah, so people are like, you should try them because it would be wild. And I'm like, no, that would be. I already see dead people. Exactly. That'd be horrible. I would not be able to turn it off. (laughs) Yes. That would probably be a nightmare. That's probably when you would see mermaids. (laughs) Oh my God. My past life literally swims up to me and like punches me in the face. Why are you dumb? (laughs) He's pregnant. (laughs) He has a muumuu on. He's (laughs) pregnant. That would be awesome. My wife's about to get home and she's going to beat my ass if I don't get back. <laughs> Gosh. That's Sorry. so cool, though. I can't get over it. Mermaids are wild. But it freaks me out. Let's move on to our next one, which is fairies, because she already mentioned that one. What's interesting is I have, I don't know if I've mentioned her yet, but I have this new spirit guide who is also a fairy. And I was a fairy in my past life. I was a girl fairy and... Liv was a boy fairy, but I don't really know much past that. But so, I don't know if you're looking something up. I can continue talking. Let's see. <laughs> I'm losing the will to live. I'm so tired. Everything hurts and it has headaches. But what she was telling me was <laughs> we essentially as fairies lived in 
like a house, but it was like nature. So she was kind of explaining that nature itself kind of is like another dimension or like a like a portal of some sort. Yes, fairies live in nature, but it's yes. not just that they live in nature as if you were to like walk outside and be like, I'm going to live off the grid. I'm going to live in the woods. And you just like sit down and like are like Nacho Libre when he's out in the desert. And he's like, I ate some trees. I ate some grass. I used my hand Lots to of wipe my tears. Um, It is actually like you. The fairies are essentially are on a spiritual nature. level of us. They're like on Three and a half D. Yes. <laughs> Where they can walk within our plane of existence. But we don't experience ease. them necessarily. It's like when you walk through a rotating door. That's cool. You know, like you're, okay, you go in, you have a building that has a rotating door. Imagine the city street is the woods in which you can walk into, but they walk into the rotating door into a tree. So it's like Harry Potter when he like taps on um the bricks and the bricks go away and then behind it is like their little wizard village thing. Yes. I forget what it's called. Yes. But like if like a muggle alley. if a muggle were to like knock down that house or that it wall it would just look like a wall. Yes. That's why when we knock down uh, trees it like, looks like a tree. What nine and three quarters? <laughs> Something like that. That's the way they explain it to me. So I see. Like, it's like the space in between our dimension and other dimension, like okay. the dimension above us. They just showed me something. Did they? <laughs> you know how at the beginning of this podcast I went on a science tirade about how everything in the universe is made of atoms and there's a lot of space in between those atoms and those particles. Oh yeah. And okay, if we were to it. get rid of the space in which the atoms and particles resided, most humans would be the size of a sugar cube. Got you. They reside within that. They reside within that energy space between the particles of the physical objects. They're the fine print of our two dimensions. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, it makes sense because they're here, but they're not here. Yes. And they're literally, it's literally like Harry Potter. Like literally like Harry Potter. Why is Harry Potter a thing? You think she's spiritually woke? I don't know. I don't know. Millennials <laughs> were brainwashed by Harry Potter. But it makes sense. If ed- if everything is energy and there is energy and space in between the particles that create our physical reality, why can't there be energy since I literally speak to souls, which are only energy within the spaces of the things that make up physical existence? Yeah. It's literally like, what, the upside down? Yeah. In s- Stranger Things? Kind of. Because it's our realm, but like, I don't know, they go through like a closet or something and it's slightly different. It's darker there, but it's obviously not dark because the fairies are there. Well, the fairies are here. They're within our plane of existence. Yes. They can step through into the space in between the particles. The reason why it's called the upside down is because it's the same dimension, but it's upside down. (laughs) It's like in the same space, but like different somehow. Say it again. Same, same, but different. Same, We're just going to use different. all of the jokes from all of the movies because my fiance loves television and I only know things because he tells me the jokes of the movies, but I've never actually watched the movies. Except for Nacho Libre. That one I've enjoyed multiple times. But yeah. Also, since we said things about fairies, people are probably going to be like, fairies are bad. You shouldn't talk to them because you're going to sign contracts and all that crap. Fairies are not good or bad because that does not exist. We just don't understand their social structure, so you should not be, like, doing things with fairies unless you, like, 
are a fairy or know what you're doing. Same thing with paranormal stuff, guys. If yeah. you don't know what you're doing, you shouldn't be doing it because you're going to allow bad things to come to you. Which I don't is... know why people are so, like, freaked out because also, like, fairies and paranormal things, no humans don't have any memory of anything, so they're an easy target. <laughs> yeah. So we're not talking about making contracts with fairies. We're just talking. But every time we say fairies, people are like, fairies are bad. We're basically <laughs> We're basically your metaphysical shower thoughts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not high or on any other medications. So what about our human human past lives? That we had a couple more. Oh yeah. So I um was a man who lived during the Celtic time period, which is interesting because I am Irish, Italian, and Welsh and Polish. But I've always felt very drawn to my uh, Irish and Welsh heritage for whatever reason. Like, I need, want to go to Ireland. I want to go to Wales. I want to go to just literally the British Isles, basically. Um, I feel very drawn to going there, like, spiritually, almost. Uh, and that would explain why. Because I was a dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a Celt. And that's about it. I asked him, I was like, did I die in an epic battle? And he was like, no, you died of old age. Don't think you're super cool because you're not. And then... You also um, had that, what, that girl from the 50s who was, like, real quiet and sweet? Yes. And then the one that uh, also kind of makes me, I feel like I have a lot of, um, like, a draw to a missed life. Like, things that have crossed over from my life as her into my life now is... I had a past life that died, I want to say, like, in the late 40s, early 50s, in a car accident while she was pregnant. Um, and I, I know, know that... she was pregnant. Yeah, I feel like she was pregnant, which is okay. why... Well, that's why it is, like, a big deal of why she couldn't have that baby. Yes. So, uh, I feel like she lived through, you know, like, World War II, at least. And I do not like things that are related to war and I don't like things that are scary. And like the video games that we have out nowadays where like people are in combat or like the movie Saving Private Ryan or all of those types of things really bother me. Like I don't like watching them. I don't like people that are like, I'm going to be in the military because I'm going to be a war hero. And I'm just like, it's not like that. Like, please stop glorifying it because a lot of people died for just like... It was not good. Humanity as a whole should weep for the fact that we had to go through that and it was perpetuated by humans. Like, it is not something to be glorified. And it really bothers me if you can't tell. So I feel like she lived through that. She knew what was going on. And that's why I feel so strongly about those things because I literally have no reason to feel that strongly about it. Right. Um, and I always have, like, a very strong pull to, like, being a mom and helping people and... um just like babies in general or animals and creatures. So that would make sense because what? fairy doula <laughs> woman that died in the 50s and didn't get to have a baby. Um, what about the time when we were witches? Oh, I forgot about we that. We were both witches though, right? We were witches in colonial America. Uh, but I don't think that we were like witchy witches. I think we were... We just did witchy things. Yes. Uh, but I think we were sisters or best friends. I feel like we might have been sisters or best friends. Maybe like stepsisters. But... I was the skinny one, and M was the bigger one, and she had long dark hair, or short, short, short dark hair, long short dark hair, and I had medium, like brown hair, and we had a uh, cat that was our familiar. Wild. But it, I, I've also always felt like a pull to go to like the New England area, uh, like Massachusetts, Maryland, and I've never known why, but that makes sense. 
Uh, and it also makes sense why Em and I are together again. And yeah. we're reversed. Yeah. <laughs> so but it's super cool. That's what we learned. You, didn't you used to use a pendulum in that life or something? Yeah, they told me that I had a smoky, smoky quartz pendulum, which is just why so I pretty. feel like I want to use pendulums. But quartz. everything in my internal inside say, don't use a pendulum. It's a Did trap. Did I use a divination tool? I think you used books and writing. Oh. Pictures. That's why you're artsy. But was that divination tool that I used, like, automatic writing or something? Might have. That's wild. Uh, that scares me. Shows me a book in writing, yeah. So. Interesting. <laughs> are there any other silence. ones that we missed? I think those are all of the past lives that we've learned so far. Yeah. Which is wild to us. Yeah, that's I so I hope wild. it's wild to you. If you guys have past life stories, like, if you've had a past life regression, that's something that we want to do and we want to, like, put it out as content. For um, sure. We just got to find the right person and uh, obviously have the funds for it. Yeah, we got to get money for it. Well, we're working on it. But um, shh, you <laughs> get it? But um, shh. Uh, if you guys wow. have paranormal stories or reincarnation stories or past life stories that you know of, please send them to us for a chance to be featured in one of our new podcast and videos and maybe a blog. Uh, maybe not a blog. I don't know if I want to write about you. No, I'm kidding. We'll see. Um, and you can do that by going to metapsychics.com and hitting on our extras tab where you can submit your story. Please let us know because that is the coolest stuff I've ever heard. But to uh, make sure it's all original because we don't want to deal with copyright infringement issues. The only issues we need to deal with is four ply when we cry. Oh my God. <laughs> So we'll see you guys next week with another podcast, which we will be talking about divination tools. We ended on a good good note with our witchy things. Divination tools. Maybe we'll have some talk about all of them. Yeah. All of them. That's so much. Every single one of them. So many things I have to do. No, it'll be fine because I'll write the blog this week. Are you? Because it's the spirit guide blog, and that was, like, my video. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, like, showed up and was like, Lip has no idea what she's in for today. <laughs> yeah, I was not ready. She wasn't ready. How many dumb comment things have I made in this video? She wasn't ready. Anyways, if you guys are interested in a psychic medium or pet psychic reading or plant psychic reading or even some tarot readings... Go to metapsychics.com and check that out. We would love to meet you. You can also check out our blog, our YouTube, all of our other social medias. And we'll see you guys in our next podcast. We are your metapsychics. Wow. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.